let's do let's do this. All right. Ah, that's delicious. Okay. Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. We're coming off of that little short hiatus uh, for the month of August. This will be going up uh, September 5th. Yes, September 5th. Um, We're recording it a little early. Uh, Today, I am joined by frequent guest and one of my best, best buds on the whole wide world, Steven Vastola. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. What's going on, world? Yeah, for real. Uh, Yeah, I can't do it this next weekend uh, because I have family coming in town and uh so i gotta do it today and luckily steven was able to pinch hit today no problem yeah i know you're always good to g- you're always game to go uh, or good to go i don't even know uh but anyway uh up top steven and i wanted to talk about um last night we heard uh senator uh john mccain died and that's kind of a bummer man i don't know steven were you are you i mean are you a fan were you a fan of the gentleman or not nah? Um, to be quite honest, I really don't know a whole lot about him. I, I never really took the time to kind of like know yeah. what, what his like core beliefs are. I know that he was a, a Republican, so I mean, I, I can imagine he's probably got like you know your typical Republican beliefs and all. But yeah, um, if I were right, I think I think you're kind of a, a fan of him though, which I think is well. Odd, cause I hate all Republicans. I don't hate. Okay, first let's 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 track let's backtrack on that a little bit. I don't hate all Republicans. I just hate what the Republicans have become and. If I may, on my little spiel on John McCain, I, I, I'll say up top, w- me and Mr. McCain would not have g- agreed on every single policy like or every single, you know, belief. But no politician's perfect. I, I love I love Barack Obama, and there's some things I didn't like that I don't like that he did. Like, it's like no politician is perfect, and I'm not going to shit on a man's grave like tw- less than 24 hours after he's passed away, which I've seen some people doing. They're like... Well, he did this and he did that, so should we really be honoring him? I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, just let the man and his family, like, have a day. Can we just give him a day? Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm honestly being this, and I'm not wishing – I don't want anyone to die. Like, I really don't want anyone to die. But even if President Trump were to pass away, like, tomorrow – I can't stand that man. I think he's abhorrent. But I wouldn't fucking get on Twitter or online and be like, haha, bitch, you're dead. No, I'd be like, hey, man, his his son, his wife, they may not love him. I don't know. It's none of my business. But let's just give him a day because, like, people honestly probably care about, like, even the worst of people. So let's just give – can we just give people a day to just, like, grieve for a minute? Like, for real, dude. Uh, yeah. But But, no, I don't – but I will say about Mr. Uh, Senator McCain, he was in the military, and we do thank him for his service, and he he was an American hero in that way. And, you know, I, I, I again, I didn't agree with everything he stood for, um, but I think he did more good than harm, which I think is the best, like, I, I guess what's what you could hope for most from a politician. You know, like, just help more people then you screw over people. And I honestly believe that. And it's really interesting uh, as far as where the Republican Party is now, which I was saying was uh, I do believe he was a true like conservative. Like I really believe that he was a true Republican. And it's really weird because – or it's really sad is like I don't have a problem with republicanism. I don't have a problem with conservatism. I just disagree with it. But – I do have a problem with what they've become now, and it's really weird. Like he is, like he was in his last days, 
like a remnant of a of a time that gone by like his presidential campaign kind of is like the watermark of this shift into more far right territory especially with him bringing on Sarah Palin who was is uh, that's a whole conversation for another day but my point is he was like the last bastion of this old establishment of Republican uh, of the Republican Party, and now he's gone. And I don't know what to expect now from the Republican Party. Like I don't know what where that party goes forward and stuff like that. Again, I don't hate Republicans. I don't really hate anyone except you know Nazis, fascists, and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, but I do respect the man. I guess is all I'll say. I, I respect the man for what the service he did, and you know for being. For representing the people of Arizona and, and potentially representing our country as a presidential candidate, but you know, I don't. I'm sorry that I'm sorry that his family's mourning today. You know what I'm saying this morning. Yeah, that's fair. That was a. You should you should do a sermon too. That was nice. Yeah, man. I don't want. I don't like. It's the thing. It's like, like again. I I really mean that about about Trump. Like I don't I don't have a nice thing to say about that man. But if he were to pass away tomorrow, and I mean this about like anyone. Like, can we just like not. Like, we don't need to, like, just jump on someone right away. Like, for instance, I don't know if you remember when bin Laden was killed. Like, when we got the news, right? Like, I wasn't I wasn't celebrating. Like, I wasn't like, yeah, we fucking won. We dunked on him. Fucking, yeah, we win. It's like, it was more of like, well, I'm glad he's gone. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that the families of the victims of, like, of the 9-11 victims have some solace in this moment. Like, I don't want, I don't like to celebrate death. Like, death is not something I'm really like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm more like, mm, well, I'm glad that's over. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that, you know, that's over or I'm sorry for the, I'm sorry for his family's loss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel, I definitely feel that out. Yeah. So, it's been an interesting week for me, man. I just got back from Boston. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we, yeah, we can. I, I, I think I, kind of got a little bit funny of how it was but we haven't really like talked about your trip so what what made you decide to want to go to austin uh, anyway well where, where did that well okay so with my gig and i won't give too way too much about my 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 job but like uh so they they sponsor me to go on a trip right they give me a travel fund benefit and I've been with them for two and a half years and my coworker was like you need to do something with that because you're just wasting it like you're, you're literally just like not using it so but basically what happened was they were like well where would you want to go i was like well i really want to go to san francisco but i wanted to bring a guest because i had that option of bringing bringing a guest uh we'll just we would just share a room but they would have to cover their airfare and it was really hard i think great i don't know if rachel told you but like i had to consult her like rachel who do i take i don't know who i should take on this trip and stuff like that it would be really convenient if i had a girlfriend but uh <laughs> But so I decided, I was like, all right, man, San Francisco, that's kind of a big ass. Like, if I were to ask, like, a random friend or anybody, like, most of my friends are either on the East Coast or in Louisiana. So I was like, that's kind of a flight. Like, that's $300 flight, like, to just drop. So I was like, all right, man, let's let's go somewhere a little bit more. Yeah, let's go somewhere a little bit more manageable. All right, let's go. You know, I haven't been to Boston. I went to Boston five years ago with my family, and I love Love that town, man. Do you have any towns? Is there is there ever been a town you went to that you just arrived and you were like, I love this place. Like this place is amazing. Like it's just, it's just wonderful. Any place like that? I, for me, I would probably have to say Miami. I've only I've only been there once, but the one time that I went, I was just like, man, this this kind of this place is beautiful. 
Yeah. Like, just, you could just drive along, like, the beach and stuff. There's not, like, a bad sight. Like, yeah. Not, not, there's, not a, there's not a bad thing to look at in that whole city. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, the women in their uh, pretty um, liberal uh, bathing suits. <laughs> I tried to say <laughs> that as delicately as possible. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's similar like that. Like I went with my family and I think it was because like that trip we took, I was just in New York like the week before and I had a, fr- I had a rough time my first time in New York. I was like, well, actually that was my second time, but the first time I was only there for like a half a day. So I didn't really count that. But anyway, so that was like my first time ever in New York and I didn't really like it. It was very crowded. I felt very confined and it was very claustrophobic. Uh, I went last year, had a lovely time. I got over it, but so when I went to Boston, it felt like a, like a fresh, it felt like like a breath of fresh air. And it's like, I know I know you've never been, but it's it's not as it's small. It's obviously smaller than New York. It's it's a major city, but it's actually not that big of a city. Like the city isn't. It's let me put it this way: my hotel was right on Boston Common, and everything I needed, everything I saw, was in like a two mile radius. Like everything I needed was like, oh, I'll just walk. Like I walked to Cambridge. Or I, I drove to Cambridge, I took a ride to Cambridge, but I walked back, and that was that sucked. Uh, it was not fun, but also it wasn't like unbearable. Like I was, it took me like an hour yeah. to get. Yeah. Is, it, is it bigger than New Orleans? Like in terms of like the actual uh, city part of it? I think it's yeah. I'm pretty sure it's bigger. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's bigger, and I think the metro area of Boston is bigger. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah, it's definitely bigger. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it's. It, it's it's lovely. Like I love. I'm a sucker for colonial Georgian architecture, which is where where a lot of obviously since you know Boston's a very old city that there's a lot of that. But there's also a lot of modern architecture and stuff like that. And there's it's just lovely. There's a lot of greenery, and you got the Charles River just cutting right through the city. Like well, not cutting through the city, but kind of cutting through Cambridge and Boston. So I yeah, I was gonna say all those pictures you, you took um, really seemed like a. Like, it always seemed like they had a lot of different like parks and stuff. Like, oh yeah, every picture you took had a lot of like like trees and stuff in the background. Yeah, so, well, that that was kind of intentional. Like I did like there, I went through I walked through a bunch of like neighborhoods and stuff like that, and I walked through some you know not green areas, but they they just looked like a city, so I didn't take a photo. But a lot of the greenery I did take a photo of. Like Commonwealth Ave is like uh, Commonwealth Ave Mall, which goes into Boston Commons in the Bo- Boston Public Garden, right in like the middle of the city, is like my favorite, one of my favorite places on earth. Like it's just a gorgeous part of the, it's just gorgeous to me. Um, but yeah, so I went because like I figured, oh, you know, Boston's a lot more economical. Like my flight to, uh, I think my flight to and from combined was like two fifty, which my gig covered and stuff like that. So. It was lovely, and I also have family there. Like, the Sunday I was there, my great-aunt and my great-uncle. Shout-out to Uncle Dave and Aunt Pat. They live there, and I spent the day with them. I haven't seen them in probably almost 10 years, I think. Last time I saw my Uncle Dave was when the Saints played the Patriots the year we won the Super Bowl. So it's a little – it's like eight or nine years, and – yeah, it's nine years. And uh, so it was really good. I got to hang out with them. I got to – they took me around the city. Like I, I thought I saw most of the city, but, you know, uh, they drove me around places I hadn't seen. They drove me to Castle Island. They drove me to where my grandmother – where they were like – it's she, my Uncle Dave is my grandmother's brother. So they <laughs> they were two of ten. Uh, 
in this little little house in Medford, and we uh, they took me around town and stuff like that. They showed me a good time. It was lovely. It was a great, great city. I got to go to Fenway Park. Got to watch the the Sox play the Rays. It was a lot of fun, man. I had a great time, and I I really want to go back, but I'll probably I think next year, you know, if I still have the same opportunity. Uh, I think I will try and go to San Fran next year or Seattle. I've never been to Seattle. Those are the two cities on the uh, in, in the U.S. I haven't been to that I would really love to love to go to, man. But you would, I think you would have really dug it. You and Rachel would have had a great. T- I'm sure. I think Rachel's been there, right? Uh, yeah. She 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 used to go to Boston uh, during the summers to do that that camp with a friend of hers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's. I think she's been a couple times. I, uh, we actually speaking of San Fran, we were we were supposed to go to San Fran this summer, but the move down to New Orleans kind of yeah. costed that out. But that's that that may still be on the docket for next year. Just gotta talk to Lindsay Raymond. Yeah, Are you, what's out there for y'all? Uh, we were gonna go to uh, we were gonna visit the the Bay Area. Yeah. for like a couple days, and then we were gonna go to Napa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you told me about a Napa trip. Yeah, I knew, I knew a bunch of stuff in, in Napa, and it was going to be about five to six days, uh, five to six day trip, but, oh, man, it's expensive out there. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're talking, yeah, we were talking about, like, I think a grand $1,300 just to get there, and I was like, geez. Yeah. It, uh, I will say, like, uh, Boston was a lot of fun, so I like, like, and most of the stuff I had was covered. Uh, by my gig, and uh, but those those Lyft like uh, Lyft Lyft was awesome. I don't know if you use a lot of rideshare apps, but I hadn't really used it a lot. And I will say it is super awesome and super convenient to have like a car just pick you up and drop you off, and it's like ten bucks. But that shit adds up, man. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. oh, that yeah, shit no, adds. I, up. I, use, I I've been using Uber a lot. Um, I have I have both apps. Mm-hmm. I usually just pick whichever one's cheaper. Usually down here it's it's Uber. Mm. Um, so usually whenever we go downtown, like I have everybody we meet at my house because my house is like right off the expressway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we just meet here and then we Uber there, and it's you know for six people to take a trip, it's twenty bucks. And yeah, you know, we can split that six ways and yeah. nothing. So and then we can do that there and then come back for about the same rate. So yeah, it's 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 super convenient. Yeah, the the worst of it was. Uh, I, and I did a lot of walking. I did a lot of walking and stuff like that. But I still used it, like, when my legs were too tired. I was like, I can't walk anymore, dude. Uh, the worst was, like, from getting from Logan Airport to my hotel. But that was, like, 20 bucks one way. That's not even that. Like, a cab would have been, like, 30-something bucks or something like that. Cabs are ridiculous, which is probably why they're dying off. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was a good time, man. I got to I get to hang out with uh, one of my friends that lives up there. Um we uh i didn't really do a lot i think i was telling you i didn't really like do a lot i just walked around because i just love the city so i don't need to really do anything i did i did want to go to a museum there but i didn't get the chance to because i was too tired on sunday morning uh but yeah it was fun i got to i walked around cambridge um i walked around harvard i'd already walked around harvard with, uh, when i was there last time and it's it's lovely a lot of new students were coming in that weekend uh i walked around mit man MIT was MIT has that gorgeous like like field with the giant dome it's it was man it was it was awesome it was so much fun but yeah so Boston was awesome but you you just you you did move back to New Orleans recently how was that how are you how are you liking the city now that you're back man um no I I I really I've really enjoyed it so far it's been everything that I've I've wanted to be um 
you know, I think I've mentioned in one of the, the previous podcasts yeah. live, when I was coming down here, I wanted to, I wanted to experience New Orleans and the city for like how I, how I felt it was supposed to be that I never got a chance to because I moved away from it when I turned 18. Yeah. Um, so far, it's, I think it's been a complete success. We finally got moved into our house. We're waiting on one last bit of furniture for our front room. Yeah. And then I think on Monday, um, and then we'll be totally moved in. Um, been hanging out with, with all my friends here. I do need to catch up with a bunch of different people that I haven't seen in a few years. Um, but it's great. You know, I'm, I'm going to try and go to, to all the Saints games, or as many Saints games as, as, I, as I can. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try not to pay for them. Sure. See, if I can get, see if I can get those tickets through. I've, I've already gotten tickets through, through work. Um, I've got my dad looking over at his Okay, I think he, he gets tickets that they don't use sometimes, so maybe I can grab those. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and be in, in the Dome as much as I can, and for the Pelicans games, whenever they come back. So that should be fun. I, I really enjoyed going. Um, those Pelicans-Lakers tickets are always super expensive, just a heads up. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it, I, I look, I, I've already seen LeBron play once when he was in Miami. Yeah. When I, had to, when I actually went to that game in Miami. Yeah. Uh, so like if I, if I don't ever see him play again, it's it's, it's totally fine. Like I've seen I've seen him play, I've seen Ray Lewis play. Like my life is complete. Like I could die tomorrow and I'd be happy. Uh, I don't want you to speak. I mean, I don't want you to speak for your lovely uh, girlfriend Rachel. But how do you think she's liking? I mean, she moved from Baton Rouge. She's only ever lived in Baton Rouge, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I think she would probably uh, say about the same. Um, you know, we're we're trying to figure out. Um, her, her work situation. I mean, she's working, but like, kind of, she doesn't really do a whole lot, so she's still trying to get into that and like, you know, figure out her place and all that. But yeah. Other than that, I, I would say she probably has the same opinion on me. Like, we're, you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're going around the city, we're trying a bunch of different new things, uh, you know, hanging out with, with my friends, whatever, trying to get her to, to meet some friends of her own and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, it, it's, just, it's been fun so far. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I could never do it, but I'm glad y'all. I'm glad y'all are enjoying it. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like everybody thinks I hate the city and hate the West Bank. I'm like, I don't hate New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I love. I, I reluctantly love the West Bank. That's that'll be my home. But like, there's plenty of fun things to do there. There's plenty of wonderful people there. If you know people, it's great, man. It's a great part of it. It's not the worst part of the world. It's just I can't ever live there again because I spent 18 years there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of speaking of the West Bank, uh, we wanted to talk about this. We were kind of talking about it before we got on the phone and started recording. My elementary school made some, I guess, national news, huh? Uh, yeah, it probably shouldn't be national, but yeah, it's national news now. Yeah, uh, for all those who are unaware, who are not aware of like, I, it was it, it blew up my Facebook because my mom sent it to me, and then I saw it all all like I saw CNN posted something about it. I saw WWL posted something about it. Like I saw it on the I saw it on Facebook, and I'm like, oh lord. I even joked about it. I was like, oh yeah, my my school, the school I'm referring to is Christ the King Elementary. Yes, I went to a very small Catholic elementary school in Terrytown, Louisiana, which is on the West Bank. It made national news, and I was like, oh yeah, that's great to see my. My tiny little school make national news, and then you see why they're like, "Oh fuck!" Well, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how this was made. I really don't understand well, how this I, made national news. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but like, if if this girl wasn't black, like, well, would this be on the news? Well, okay, like, so the same thing happened to any any other race. Well, let's let's talk about it. All right, let's hash it out. All right. So basically, my from what my experience with it was. 
my mother sent me a link. She sent the link to me and my brother uh, saying, it's just like, hey, look, it's Christ the King. I'm like, oh, shit. And I watched the, I read the article and I watched the video. And I think what really blew it up, there's a, there's a gentleman, he's an activist online. His name's Sean King. And I really think he's the crux of this. Like, um, I'll save my judgment and my analysis of what is going on, but I'll just tell you what my experience was. He kind of put well, it. Let's, let's, let's for, those that, for those that don't know, let's, let's go ahead and tell them like what actually okay. happened. So there's a video of a black girl that goes that was that attends Christ the King. She was wearing um, extensions in her hair. I think braid braided extensions. Christ the King has a policy against that. And they're not the only school, the only Catholic school. I know they, that's always been a rule. Like, they were really strict even when I went there about, like, what kids can and cannot wear in their hair and stuff like that. That was a big, that yeah, was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, like. For the record, for the record, just about all Catholic schools are this way. Yeah. Not just. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, when I was growing up, and I'm sure, I don't know, we're, I'm a couple of years older than you. I'm sure you also experienced this. It was really big, like when we were growing up, the the highlights in guys' hairs, like guys were getting frosted tips and shit like that, because it was the early two thousands. <laughs> Everybody wanted to look like good old Justin Timberlake. Everybody wanted to look like they were a member of the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, man. That was that's what was hot in the streets in the early two thousands. Uh, so, God, that was that was almost twenty years ago. That's so nuts. Well, that was twenty years ago, nineteen ninety eight. Anyway, 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 anyway. anyway. Uh, so what happened was they called her parents to come take her home to get that to take that stuff out, uh, to take the braids out, the extensions. And part of the part of our day and age is that someone caught it on video, and you have a video of this little black girl crying, which is gonna already set off like an alarm. Like any video you put online of a child crying is just gonna like cause a, a a blaze of fire of like reaction and emotion and hot takes and then you have the 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 parents like what's wrong with it blah 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 what's wrong with it blah 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 why are you doing this to my child and stuff like that and i think that's where the video ends i never really saw if there was an ending because i just turned it off it's like i don't want to deal with this i don't want to see this uh so that's basically i think that's I, would you say that's a fair assessment of what happened what that video contained yeah, it's just the only the only. I mean, it happens. This thing it probably happens every year because those rules just haven't changed. The only yeah. difference is now that it was caught on film and the, and the girl was crying. Yeah, it and is, it's kind of become a, a big deal now because it's been put on the internet. Yeah, again, but, uh, the ju- the journalist. I think he's a journalist and he's an activist. Sean King was the one who really blew it up because, for better or for worse, there are certain people online who I think again do more trying to do more good than harm. But will pluck cases, some cases that need to be brought to the forefront, some pl- some cases that need to be brought to the world's attention or the at least the country's attention about, hey, this is kind of fucked up. And what he did was he kind of blew it up and was like, hey, this is kind of unfair. They're p- kind of picking on this black girl. And it's a little bit more complicated than that. And I think he kind of did it for the clicks, but I mean I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to assume this dude's motivations and stuff like that because I think yeah, this, this, isn't, this isn't about Sean King. Yeah, this isn't a Sean King. There. But anyway, so we had, we both had disagreement. Well, we didn't have a disagreement, but you. Wh- so where are you coming from with this? I think you kind of tipped your hand a little bit. But where are you coming from with all this? Well, I, I commented on your post on Facebook when you actually put it out there. I mean, the rule, the rule itself are kind of ridiculous. 
Um, and especially in this day and age, I mean, the, the only reason that I can think of that they're, they're doing it this way is just to try to avoid, you know, distractions from other students, for example, like in a super extreme case, somebody comes in and they have, you know, like bright fluorescent pink hair or yeah. something like that. Like the kids are going to be more focused on the hair than like their schoolwork and stuff. I would but imagine the that's that their is, logic behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but the, the thing with the thing with that is, is that like if the same kid comes to school every day and still has that pink hair after about like two or three days, like it's not going to be much of a distraction. Yeah. Everybody's going to know like, okay, this person has, you know, bright pink hair. Like it's whatever. Like it's, it, it's not something that, that in my opinion is going to distract a student for more than, you know, a couple days. If, if that, like, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, first couple days of school, everybody's like, Oh, Hey, you know, how you been? Or just like seeing like, you know, any new students that they have. And you know, like they're not really doing a whole lot of work anyway. Yeah. So like I don't, I don't really see the point in that. I think I think the whole rule is ridiculous. If if you're if you're talking about the the Catholic religion and about how that you know they're trying they're all about like trying you know bring in people bring people together but like they want you to look a certain way. I think it's it's, it's very hypocritical yeah. and, and it's very ridiculous. So like it, that doesn't really make sense. So in terms of the rules, I, I hate the rules. I think they're I think they're absolutely ridiculous. Um, but at the same time, it is a rule. Not that it's necessarily a right rule, but it, it is a rule. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of confused. Like, did, did, did the parents not know this rule? Like, were they were they ignorant to the rules? Like, they, they I feel like they should have known. Like, setting their 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 yeah. kids to school, regardless of whether like they thought it looked fine or not. Like, it, it's a rule. You can't do that. So, like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, um, a little bit of my experience because I did go to this school. I even had to my uh, eighth grade year. I was. 13 and I kind of started letting my hair grow out which is a big no-no at a Catholic school uh so I they they did not they did not tell my mother like they didn't drag me to the office like your son needs to cut his hair but there was like uh John needs to cut his hair and my mom was like all right we'll get his hair cut and there was no like yeah there was never like there was never like Mr. Flores, when are you going to get that haircut? And my mom was, and I'd like to believe most of the parents that I knew, um, uh, most of the parents of kids I knew at that school were very well aware of the rules because, you know, I mean, I think what I think what their what their argument is when you were talking about like if a, someone showed up, boy or girl showed up with like fluorescent pink hair, it's like okay, if they were to allow that kid to do it, then they kind of have to allow any kid, every kid, to just do what they want that's unconventional, right? And I think that's the key word there, conventional. Right. No, yeah. No, I, I agree. But at the same time, like, what's, what's, the, what's the problem with any of that? Like, what is that? Well. You know, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think it's going to be all that, like, a big a distraction. Like, it might be when you first see it because, like, yeah. oh, okay, it's something new, it's interesting. But again, like. What is it in the grand scheme of things? Like, why does that happen? Why is that such a big deal? Well, okay, so this is when I'm gonna go super woke deep dive here. Uh, here's my problem. Here's my biggest takeaway from this whole kerfuffle, right? Like, in my opinion, I, we are both familiar with this. Catholic schools are very conservative. Like, they're very. They're not like we're not the fucking Amish or like Orthodox Jews, but we're. It's a pretty conservative. Like, you know, keep your shirt tucked in. There's appearance matters and stuff like that. You know, they want you to look a certain way, like you said, a certain way. And I think this is a cultural thing. Like, I don't think my biggest takeaway was I don't think it's the fact that the girl was black. It's not the fact that the girl was black. It's not the fact that you know 
braided extensions are a black thing. I honestly think this is my my opinion on it. They are trying to project kind of a white conservative culture. Like any, it's not so much that she was black; it's that that it was a non-white kind of thing. And and it's also like it's just a very conservative culture as far as like let's take that pink hair. Pink hair is not very conventional. That's not very like you know blonde, brunette, redhead like culture like that's it's it's just out of the ordinary and they're very 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 particular about we want conformity we want ordinary we want convention and it's like so the issue wasn't the fact that she's a black girl with braided like extensions it's the fact that like their culture that they're trying to you know enforce is one of a very conservative Maybe white, maybe not white. I don't know, but just a very, in my mind, a very conservative, white, tight, conformity, conformed culture. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, and I would, I would agree with that. I, mean, I, yeah. I think it's totally ridiculous, but I, I, I agree with that. Um, but the, the, the problem is, and I want to go back to what you said. It's, it's not, it's not something that like it's because not because she was black. Yeah, but it's kind of become that now. Or at least with the, the couple articles that I've, yeah. that I've read from it, where they where they where they kind of feel like it's targeted towards uh, towards black people. Yeah, and I don't I don't necessarily believe that's true, but it's it's and now it's become a race issue all of a sudden. So again, that's why I was asking, like, you know, if this was if this was anybody else that had this issue and it was caught on video and it was online, would it, would it get this much attention if it was a white person or an Asian person? I get it. And I don't I don't think it would. It just and it just kind of. It just kind of came off like wrong, like as I'm, as I'm reading like details about, it, like I don't feel like it should have been all this big of an issue. Yeah, but here it is because now people are throwing the race card around. Yeah, well, it's part of the system now. Like we have, we live in this age where, again, most of the time when something like this, I mean, what are the optics of this? Like it's a black girl crying surrounded by white people and a black family kind of getting, you know, it looks bad, right? It looks bad, but. In this age we live on, it's all about optics. It's all about, okay, what are we seeing here? And what is the image that is being seen? And it's, it, it kind of... Forget we, the context. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of, exactly. It's kind of removed the nuance of the situation. There are some situations that need to be brought to the forefront that are black and white. No pun intended. Like, there's right and there's wrong. This, this is kind of a gray area. This is kind of, and I understand for the record that we're two white guys. We're not black. We're not... I'm technically a Latino, but I don't, I'm, I'm white, folks. I'm white. Uh, but what I'm saying is we're two white guys talking about this issue. So we're coming at it from, you know, the perspective of two white guys. So it is a gray area. What I guess I'm trying to say is, like, un- this is an unfortunate consequence of, is this a stupid situation? Absolutely. But it, is, it, is it a race? Is it a hate crime? No. But it's getting projected along with other legitimate, like, serious issues of race that black people go through all the time and it's kind of getting mixed in there and this is the one that's like the cry wolf like why are we crying wolf here this is stupid but it's not it's not the end of the world here and like there are legitimate issues that we could we we could overlook this what should have happened is we're like oh man that's kind of fucked up anyway but now it's turned into this whole like like I think a lawsuit was getting thrown around. I'm just like, oh lord, here we go. Yeah, good good luck with that lawsuit. Like I, I don't, I don't understand how you can 
you can get away with that. I mean, because that, that is technically a private institution. So, yeah. like, they can have and do their own rules. So, like, even though I, I think the rule is completely ridiculous, they have every right to, to have that rule in a certain way. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just, for people who are unaware, like, me and my brother talked about this because he also went to the school, uh, obviously. Uh, he asked me, like, okay, so when my... This is how small my school was. Like, in seventh grade, before eighth grade, because people aren't aware, back in the day, like, some people went to their high school for eighth grade. Some people stayed at their elementary school for eighth grade. So our eighth grade class was very tiny. But just our, like, just our seventh grade class. Like, we had two classes, right? We maybe had 60 students. Like, maybe 55. Like, that's how small my school was. In my, in my class that year, we had one black girl. Because he asked, my brother goes, he's like, hey, you remember so-and-so? How did she wear her hair when she went to Christ the King? I was like, you know, I don't even remember. I don't think she was wearing extensions. I can't, I don't remember that far, that far back because we're talking about something that was like fucking 16 years ago. So I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that far back. But it's a very tiny school. And this is not usually a, this particular thing, braided extensions, is not normally a big deal because there's, at least in my day, there was not a lot of non-white students going to this or non-caucasian students going to this like institution so it's it's kind of a sad thing it's like oh this situation was dumb and it just it only got dumber man yeah anyway uh do you want to hop on the football or nah because i really want to talk about urban meyer okay yeah no we can that's fine i mean i, I figured we we probably could could combo those yeah well if you wanted or, or if you want to jump in urban meyer like right now you totally can well, well, let's let's hop on the Saints because there's not a lot to say. Uh, did you, you didn't watch the game last night, did you? No, I didn't get a chance to. I, I saw it. They did really well. Just kind of like yeah. I expected. I think I think that I think that Saints team is loaded. I, yeah, I, I think they, it's got to be Super Bowl bust for them this year. Like they, absolutely, I think they're I think they're that good, and I think if they can stay healthy, they can very well win it. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't think they're obviously the NFC is tough, but I, I don't think there's anybody. Especially if they can, if they can find a way to get home field advantage, yeah, on the playoffs, like they're they're going to, like they're going to Atlanta and they're going to shove it down Atlanta's throat, where they're going to win a Super Bowl in Atlanta. Yeah. Like it's going to happen if they can stay healthy. I agree. Uh, my biggest takeaways from last night were, again, we looked really good, like Stephen said, but it was the Chargers and it was a preseason game, so I'm not going to get too hyped about it. I didn't watch the game either because I was like, oh yeah, there's a game on tonight because preseason is really nice, but at the same time, I'm like, man, it's just preseason. Uh, but so I didn't watch it last night, but I did catch the highlights this morning. I read some of the stats and you know, I'm happy that like, no offense to Chase Daniels, but like, I'm just glad I saw a little bit of like, okay, these guys, if Drew goes down, knock on wood, we're not completely fucked. Like we're, we, we just need to hold, hold, keep our heads above water in that on, if that unfortunate situation, if it was a brief injury yeah we don't need to well i think we'll be all right is what i was getting at so i'm like you know what eh could be worse <laughs> could be could be a lot worse could yeah. be a lot worse uh yeah so let's talk about let's shift from pros i mean did you want to talk about the ravens or you don't give a fuck about the ravens right now uh i've been kind of following a little bit you know it's, it's kind of hard not to they're actually getting a you know a good bit of media attention with um with lamar jackson yeah he, he looks he looks okay like he's, he's definitely not ready to start yeah, not at any stretch of the imagination. So I heard. Like, I heard he's forcing he Joe to step up. Um. Well, he, he <laughs> he's uh, Flacco knows that he's you know he's got some he's 
got somebody waiting in the wings. You know, he shits the bed again this year. So yeah. uh, he'll he'll probably play better. And they have a pretty good team as well. Like I, if there was ever a year where the, the Ravens and Saints could actually play each other in a Super Bowl, this might be one of those years. Like they've they've got some weapons on the outside. They got some some decent receivers. Yeah. Um, my only question with them is their their offensive line. I, I don't. I know it was, it, it's been pitched for the past few years. I don't know what it's going to look like this year. I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention to it, but yeah. you know, if, if nobody's going to block the Flacco, then they're going to you know, they're going to be what they have been. Um, that's the only real question mark with them. They look really good. Like I said, the Saints are, are loaded everywhere. In my opinion, I don't I don't think they have a, a true weakness. Yeah. Um, so it, it should be a fun year. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try and keep up with, with both teams. That's probably going to be harder for me to keep up with the Ravens if I'm going to try and beat all the Saints games. But yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to try and pay attention to both of them. Uh, yeah. Good. I agree. <laughs> no, more, no, no more to be said. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, I, like I said off top, we're hopping around because we, we're not doing like one thing this week. We're doing, you know, we're doing a bunch of stuff. Uh uh, but I did want to – let's shift from, you know, uh, the pros. The big thing that was going on was college football and Urban Meyer. Talk about a situation that got dumb. Oh, we'll talk about a situation that was bad and only got worse. Like, just to catch anyone up, we keep doing this. We keep diving in. We keep forgetting to, like <laughs> – We keep forgetting to, like – Not everybody knows. Yeah, not everyone knows what's going on. So basically what happened, if you've been living under a rock, uh, basically Ohio State, coached by Urban Meyer – was it linebackers coach or offensive wide receivers one? coach? Wide receivers his, coach. His, yeah, his wide receivers coach, dating all the way back to I think the first incident was 2009. In Florida. In mul- yeah, has been in multiple domestic violence incidents. Yeah. First, the charges have never been pressed against him, but he, we all know what that means. Yeah. Um, if you've been involved in a lot of incidents, with charges aren't pressed. Somebody's just afraid that there's charges. Understandably. Yeah. Um. But dating all the way back to 2009, this guy's been in, in multiple uh, incidents um, with him and his, at the time, wife, I can't remember her name. Courtney, but, uh, Courtney think, Smith. Yeah, I think that they, they eventually separated and he got a new wife and I think the same same thing is kind of happened. Well, no, what happened and, was uh, he they, they, they were separated, but even while they were separated, they had joint custody of their kids, so they still had to interact. And like the last time, the big thing was in 2015, he assaulted her again and that was the big thing i think he's moved on i think he has a new wife or whatever but yeah so basically this dude has a long a laundry list of bad behavior and it and what happened was ohio state um did an internal report and the big thing was like they listed a bunch of stuff that he had done like did you hear about some of the shit that he had done while he was like at ohio state like Fucking sleeping with like staffers, like fucking taking dick pics no, in the office. I like didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear any of that. Oh yeah, dude. He like okay. So he took like, and I hope I'm quoting this accurately. If I'm not, I don't give a fuck. Fuck this dude. Uh, he he like took dick pics to his like girlfriend and shit like that, and to his wife while he was like at Ohio State in the offices. He had sex toys mailed to his office. He like took a dick pic while he was in the White House after Ohio State won a championship and sent it to his his girlfriend or wife. This dude has, like, this laundry list of bad behavior. And Urban Meyer was like, meh. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the issue, the big issue is that, it, uh, that allegedly, and now for the most part confirmed, that, that Meyer knew about all this stuff. Yeah. And he still continued to, like, have him on his staff. Yeah, it came to a head when uh, 
basically, uh, Brett McMurphy, he's a reporter, uh, asked uh, Urban Meyer at a, a press conference or a news conference, hey, what's this going on with Zach Smith? And he's like, nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Go fuck yourself. Because he really came off as a jerk. And so what happened was Brett McMurphy was like, I'm going to dig a little deeper. So he got in touch with Courtney Smith and like, she was like, oh no, everyone knew about it and they didn't do anything about it. Like, like all the wives on the coaching staff knew about this. They had a text message. She basically showed text messages that like, here's me talking to Urban Meyer's wife of 29 years. And basically like it was a, well, it was a well-known secret and nothing fucking happened. And then urban meyer was like i didn't know about it and then he turns out well i kind of knew about it and he basically lied to the media is what happened and that got the ball rolling and i think that's when when he got busted for lying that's when he that's when they were like oh we got to fire this dude so they fired uh zach smith and then ohio state launched an internal investigation to see what they were gonna do about urban meyer wait what they launched an investigation into themselves yeah yeah like this was it's it's a crock of shit, and what do you what, what's your takeaway from this Urban Meyer situ- Ohio State or Urban Meyer situation? I'm very I'm very confused about all of it because and mainly because I I don't know why or maybe it's an Urban Meyer thing, but I don't know why he's sticking up like why he was kind of protecting his coach. Yeah, but that, that's what it, that's what it looked like to me. Like he just was kind of letting letting go what happened like in the background because yeah. he's protecting his coach, I guess. But I don't I don't understand why. Like if that dude actually got fired. Yeah. He is now, I'm hoping. Anyway. Yeah, he's fired. Okay, because I didn't actually see anything about that because that, we're, we're all talking about the wrong thing here. Like, instead of, like, wow, yeah. fuck that dude for hitting his wife and talking about, wow, Irvin, you knew it didn't say anything. And, like, the actual coach is getting, like, no attention to that at all. But I don't understand why he was protecting the guy. If, if the guy got fired, like, let's say a couple years ago, if the guy got fired, like, he's not going to be, like, a hot name in the market to go, yeah. like, pick up. Like, I don't... I just don't understand, like, the, the loyalty, I guess, to him. Yeah. Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Nobody can really figure out why. Well, yeah. I think the, the result of everything that's happened yeah. with, with him only getting a three games, with Meyer getting a three-game suspension, that, that's going to happen when you have Ohio State policing Ohio State yeah. and making a decision on Ohio State's football program. Like, it's the bare minimum. Really, yeah, I mean, did anybody really see anything else coming from that? But basically, my point is, because uh, I got into a debate about this while it was going on. Basically, what the report says, if I'm quoting it accurately, is he didn't. Urban Meyer didn't intentionally lie. Like he didn't intentionally lie to the media. He's on medication that affects his memory. I'm like, wait, what? Like, wait, time out. So you have a football coach who's taking medication that may affect his memory. Like, not just okay. any football coach. Like, one of the coaches of one of the, like, the coach of one of the largest, most, like, popular, most successful college football programs in the country. Like, it, Ohio State is, I think, ranked three right now in the AP Top 25. And so, that was a crock of shit. And then, Urban Meyer, like, tried to delete messages older than a year ago, because we're, this is all, yeah, he totally did, because he asked someone, how do I do that? And like basically, Ohio State was like, "Well, he kept he kept this coach on." I'm not laughing about the situation. I'm just laughing at the crock of shit. Is like, well, he kept them on because out of loyalty to Urban Meyer's mentor, 
fucking I can't remember that dude's name, but the dude, the wife beater in this is his mentor's grandson. So that was a big thing. And the other thing was, oh fuck, what was what was the other thing? It was uh oh, okay. And this is where I want to take my point. Urban Meyer, they said Urban Meyer did not breach his contract because there is a clause in most of these coaches' contracts. If they see something, they need to say something to their superior, right? Their their athletic director. In the report, it says that Urban Meyer and his athletic director didn't follow up on this or don't didn't move this up the chain any further because since law enforcement had not been involved, they felt like there was nothing to go off of. So. So they just didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. That was their logic. They were like, "Well, he was working in good faith. That well, if the law wasn't involved, then what? What was he supposed to do?" It's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Time the fuck out here! Like, what are you supposed to do?" Like, Urban Meyer says that he never his wife who had those text messages never showed it to him, which is bullshit because like twenty. Apparently, they must never talk. Look, man. Wife of 29 years. Apparently, they never talk. Look, man. Like, I'm not in a long-term relationship. You are. How likely, like, even you and Rachel, who have been together a few years now, if one of her friends texted her about one of y'all's friends was beating her, you think Rachel would hold out on you? (laughs) I probably know. I know. I probably know about it, like, on the spot. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. But my point is, and this is the bait I got into, uh... Basically, the person I was debating was saying, well, what, do, what, were, what were they supposed to do? Risk their jobs? Like, to what, what were they supposed to do? Just fire this dude off of no proof or, you know, go out on a limb and stuff like that? And, like, oh, all this talking, shit? talking in regards to Meyer? Yeah. What, what um, should have been done here, Stephen? <laughs> I was thinking about this. Like, if I, if I, was, in, if I was in charge, yeah. I didn't have to, like, worry about, like, you know, the legal stuff, like the contracts, whatever. Like, if I had to just give him out of money. Now, remember, he, Urban Meyer, he actually did not beat anybody. So, like, yeah. in terms of, like, really bad things, like, the, the worst thing he did is, is supposedly allegedly knowing it and not really doing anything about it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, apparently everybody knew about it. So, like, are we going to penalize everybody for that as well? Shit, I would. So, it's, it's, a, it's a huge mess. But I... I think, and I don't know if, I would tell him what your opinion on I would find him, I would find him half of his salary for this year. Yeah. And I would suspend him for the entire season without pay. See, you, you, you would have had me on that. Um, I would totally agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that after the findings came out and the announcement, like after they announced he was suspended three games, and after the report was released to the press, and then Urban Meyer came out and was basically like an asshole about it. Like he came out and he didn't even say her name, and like he kind of felt like put upon and showed very lack of remorse and very like fire. Like I'm, I'm sorry, fire Urban Meyer, fire this dude because this isn't just like an isolated incident. This happened in Florida. Yeah, 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 and like okay, so you you have that. And you also have, like, the shit that went down in Florida, which is too long to get into right now, but basically Aaron Hernandez. Google Aaron Hernandez. And 
a bunch of shit that happened in Florida. And then, so Urban Meyer leaves Florida to go to Ohio State. He brings Zach Smith, the wife beater, with him. Doesn't tell Ohio State about the shit that went down at Florida. Like, that Zach Smith did while he was at Florida. While he was accused of beating his wife there, too. No charges were pressed. Yeah, that's, that was in 2009 when they were all, they yeah. were all in Florida at that time. And so, you have this dude. Like, I don't understand how you can talk about, like... Lying to the media is not a fireable offense. But the fact that there's just this, like, atmosphere, this, like, this atmosphere of cover-up and lying on Urban Meyer's part, and you want this man as the face of your organization just because he's won 90% of his games? Again, if he'd come out and been like, I fucked up, I lied, I tried to cover it up, I'll take the suspension for a whole year, take half my money, I don't care. If he had been so remorseful, I'd been like, you know what? He fucked up. But the fact that he's like, no, fuck you, like, and just was such a dick about this whole thing, and cover, and, and, and like, and just, like, enabled, not, en- I guess not enabled, but just, like, overlooked this bad behavior. I'm sorry, dude. You well, gotta go. It. I mean, he, he's, he kept the guy, like, literally on the payroll. Yeah. yeah he did it. He's a, he's a, he basically told him, hey, it's fine, just, you know, don't get caught. That's essentially what it, what it, what it looks like. Or, like, if, if he's to believe that he didn't know about this, he didn't want to know. Like, it's, like, so obvious. Yeah. It's, I, I just, I, and here's my thing. Here's why I would penalize the rest of the coaching staff. Depending on if they were around, because, like, uh, Courtney Smith, the victim, said that all the coaching staff knew and their wives knew and stuff like that. Here's the thing. If these coaches that were on staff knew about this going on and were cool with working with this dude and didn't do anything... They're, yeah, they're just as much the, to, to blame, I guess you could say. Yeah, and it's like, I, I don't know about you, Steven. But basically, I got into the debate um, and I said, if, if I worked for a company, I don't care how great that company was, I don't care how great that gig is, if I was working on a team... Like on a team, like in a staff, like in like I work in accounting. If in my accounting department I was working with a dude and I knew he beat his wife and I knew like again, did they know okay, they were they were pretty confident there was a pattern of behavior here and there were a pattern of accusations here. And apparently this dude was doing a bunch of wild shit. I'm sorry. I would want that dude gone. Like it's either me or him, like if I was on this if I was in a department and there was a dude who was accused of beating his wife multiple times, did a whole bunch of other wild shit, I would tell my boss, look, man, either he has to go or she has to go or I have to go. And I'm not saying I would quit on the spot, but I would make moves to leave that gig. Like, I, I'm not comfortable working with that dude or person. I don't want to work with Zach Smith. Everybody else seemed cool with working with that dude. They're all culpable in my book. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Well, that's that's and that's why Urban's getting a lot of the heat is because you know he's the guy at the top. Like, yeah. You know, he's he's in control of the staff. So like if 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 you were on that staff and, and just like in the scenario you said, you know, like if you're working with that guy and you know he's doing all that, you know, you know, like hey, he's got to go. Like you would go to Urban, and it would be Urban's call. Yeah. So that's that's why he's getting all the heat here is because. Like, dude, you're, you're you're kind of the one in charge. Like, you, if he's really doing that, like, you you gotta fire his ass or or do whatever you need to do to get him out of here. Yeah, and 
and it's it, it goes back to this hypocrisy as well that I'm just it just drives me crazy that they hold the players to like players can't get paid because it would taint the sport it would taint the game it's like well what the fuck is Urban Meyer doing like what what and it's not just Urban Meyer it's a culture like you heard about uh, Rick Pitino at Louisville and stuff like that and it's just you hear about all these cover ups and Michigan another great one same conference Michigan State covering up. The fact all that abuse went on, it's just like you have these organizations. You have these college football organizations, college football athletic organizations, I'm sorry, that are just willing to be complicit in a cover-up. And it's like, but let's keep the game pure and not pay players. Like, it's like, man, fuck, fuck all of y'all, dude. It's, oh. Yeah, I can't wait until that, that, that one big report. Like, you know, you know, I know how you joke with, uh, with that whole LeBron thing. <laughs> like, we can't wait till that report 20 years from now that LeBron's been on HGH. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait for that report. It's going to come out someday, probably when, when Nick Saban's in, like, oh, yeah. age. It's going to come out. I'm going to figure out how this dude manages to get all those goddamn players and say this fucking relevant every year. Yeah, it's like, come out. yeah, and it'll be like, I mean, it won't be the severity. Hopefully, it's not the severity of, like, a Joe Paterno and Penn State. Uh, like, I know he's not playing about the rules. No, oh, yeah. I, I, it's going to be hilarious. And honestly, I tell people the same thing. It's like, if if it comes out, like, five years from now that, like, Les Miles and, he, hell, even Coach O currently is, like, cheating to do stuff, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised. It's, it's fucking ridiculous that they, like, try and present this product college football as like this pure form of the game when everybody it feels like all of the big players are corrupt as fuck like it's like i i just and i'm i totally agree with you on the saving thing that dude oh man they're gonna i can't i'm gonna wherever we're gonna be i'm just gonna text you lol when they say all of all the victories and championships have been like erased yeah it's it's gonna happen Actually, after when the when the Urban Meyer thing came out, there was uh, like a couple of days later. I was I think I was at work, I was on my computer, and I saw something that that said like um, Nick Saban explains like why well, this this would never happen here, sure, or, like yeah. in Alabama or something like that. And I just, and I just about I should have said it. Yeah, I just about died. Like I didn't click on it. I didn't I didn't have to read it. I was just like, oh my god, this is such bullshit. Look, man. Like, I, I, I could totally see it happening there. If Maybe you, not that severity, but like he's definitely not playing by the rules. So. Look, man. If it came out that Nick Saban, and I don't mean to impugn this dude's integrity, like I, this is all speculation, wild, rampant conspiracy theory. But if it turned out like Nick Saban had a player, a recruit killed to keep him because he didn't want to go to Alabama, but to keep him from everyone else from playing with another program, if he had killed that kid. I would be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there was ever, if you had to pick a coach that, like, if, if and this is this is awful to think about, but I, but I feel like it's it, it's probably probably true to think about. If you had to pick a coach that you thought probably beats his wife at home because he gets so oh, frustrated Jesus. and angry with his players on the field, you would probably say it's Nick Saban. I look. I don't want to specifically say. If there was a coach, I would imagine who beats his wife is Nick Saban. What I would say is, I think Nick Saban's a crazy person to be that yeah. successful, to be that successful that long, and to be that like dedicated to one thing. 
I think you have to be crazy. Like, it's same thing with Urban Meyer. I don't think what he's doing... I don't think he was like, man, fuck that bitch. I don't give a fuck if she gets smacked around. I'm not saying that. I think Urban Meyer was like... He looks like a fucking, like, crazy... Like a a person who's like a sociopath. Like, he doesn't look like he barely has... Because all he cares about is winning. Because all he cared about is winning. Like, he doesn't give a... And then, again, it goes to what you were saying. Like, he's a wide receivers coach. How vital was this dude to your organization? Like, why Why was he so, like, indispensable? Like, it's like, if all he, if Urban Meyer, if all you cared about was winning, and all you did was worry about, like, your program, why the fuck was this dude so special? Like, it's like, ugh. But it's because these coaches are such lunatics when it comes to their power, their control, their dedication to winning. They just overlook a whole bunch of shit, and it probably comes out in unhealthy aspects of their personal lives. So it's he had to have been a drug dealer. Like he had to have been Urban Meyer's plug. Dude, like, he that's gonna be the next big revelation. Like, what the fuck did this dude have on Urban Meyer? Yeah, well, that's that's that, that's why I started off with that. Like, I have, I have no idea where the loyalty to this guy has, like came from. Like, I don't. There's been like nobody. It's like nobody looked into that. Like, why why is this guy so bored that he couldn't fire him? Urban Meyer has a mistress, and this dude knew about it. Watch. <laughs> There's got to be something. I'm just waiting for it to come out. There's got to be something. Oh, man. It's just, it's ridiculous. I think my, my, my main point was, if you consider yourself a morally upstanding person, I like to consider myself one of those people. Not to be self-righteous here, but... I think if you consider yourself morally upright, morally upstanding, I don't understand how you could be comfortable employing or working alongside with a man you are pretty much convinced is a wife beater. Like, I just don't, I don't understand that. And I don't understand Ohio State, how they consider themselves, how they project this, like, you know, we're Ohio State, we're one of the good ones, I guess. Like, how do you, how are you cool with just letting all of this shit slide. He got away with the slap on the wrist. The three games he's suspended for aren't even conference games. Like, it's like... like no, it, it's nothing. He got away scot free. They, they literally gave him three games just to say they gave him something. And he got fined. I think he's losing like $700,000 or something like that. But I'm like... Yeah, they just, they just like, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll give you three games and then whatever you have in your wallet. We'll take yeah. that. And it's like, oh, dude, Urban Meyer's been making millions of dollars for probably over a decade Fucking seven hundred grand, yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. But I guarantee you, Urban Meyer's sitting on ten million dollars right now. I don't think he gives a fuck. It's and and we're not even talking about his salary. We're talking about endorsements. We're talking about fucking train. Like all these coaches have like summer camps that they sponsor. It's like it's 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 man, fuck Urban Meyer. I'm sorry. That's my that's the long and short of it. Fuck Urban Meyer and fuck Ohio State, man. For real. Yeah, so let's do a hard left turn. <laughs> let's just go straight to the questionnaire. We can wrap up. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Let me open up this. Let me open up this question. Did you like the questions? I remember you had some uh, people who were unaware. Uh, Steve-O, I think you were the one of the. I workshopped some of these questions with you uh, at the beginning of this year. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was these though. Yeah, you did because I like. There was a question I, I sent on the original list, and you were like, oh, no, take that one off, and I'm going to use it for next year um, and stuff like that. But you you definitely got to look at these 
before everyone else and i sent them to you and you were like um yeah that th these are mostly good but i would take that one off or i would restructure that question and stuff like that oh this, if you if you did i, I like i said I don't, I don't remember these but it's probably because you, you changed a bunch and i don't think you i don't think you ever sent me back like your replies to one but uh yeah basically you, you gave me some feedback and i tweaked them um but yeah this happened this happened like this happened like six months ago <laughs> so it's yeah it was a while like, i don't know how you expect me to remember <laughs> anyway okay the questionnaire uh what's a skill or craft that you want to learn one day um i would actually really love to speak spanish or just be bilingual yeah. in, in general i was actually talking to rachel about that the other day mm -hmm. and like I, we were we were trying to plan like a, a trip with our friends down here to, to go to mexico because it's dead um, they, because of his work or whatever, she's kind of. They have like a spot in Mexico that they that they that they visit a lot in Cancun. Yeah, I would love to go on a trip with them down there, but actually be able to speak Spanish. Yeah, so that that's definitely something that I that I want to do in the future. Yeah, that's one of mine too. Considering you know, I have a whole side of my family <laughs> that speaks Spanish. Uh, you, you might want to learn. I might want to learn, and it's like here's the thing: I've had so many opportunities in life to learn. I just, I mean, we're, it's, I think it's part of being American. We don't, like, we don't think about it. Like, oh, everybody fucking speaks English. Fuck that. It's like, eh, it's, it's just like, but we really should probably <laughs> broaden our horizons and shit like that. Okay. I'm really curious about this next one because I really, I want to ask you a question about it. Um, favorite TV show? Uh, well, I, I did, I'm not going to give you my, my obvious answer because fuck that TV show currently. But uh, it's actually... Ozark. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. They got the new season coming out, right? Yeah. Uh, August 31st, season two. I watched season one. It was just kind of like I was flipping through. I think I was like in between like long, like binge watching long shows. And I was like, I'll give this one a shot. Yeah. And I really, actually really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I can't I can't remember the, the, the main actor's name. Jason I think Bateman. He, yeah. He's usually, he's usually in like a, a comedy role. Yeah. But like he's actually really good in this one. And I really enjoy it that show so that's currently my my favorite one i'm really excited to watch season two well my question was about that fucked up that fuck you show uh do you want to talk about it? i just had a question about it all right you can, you can ask that. okay so what we're referring to is house of cards and anyone who's also been living under a rock for the past like year uh they they've completely scrubbed kevin spacey from the show and it's all about um uh, fucking what's her name robin wright's character claire underwood and they regrettably have a final season coming up and stuff like that um and I, that was that i mean that was one of your that was your favorite show for the longest time but then shit, shit hit the fan basically and it yeah. just it just tanked and like basically not only not only because of off the screen shit like with kevin spacey but on screen shit like it just kind of like whimpered and kind of yeah, died they were yeah, they were starting to stretch it out a little too long. Well, me, and it's just like, all right, like you got to put an end to this. Like it's getting ridiculous. Well, let me ask you this: from what you recall of the show, my one question was like, how would Steven Vastola have ended that show? Can you think that far? Like, what what would you have done? What would have been a good ending for you, as far as like, you know, fuck this new season that's coming out, but based off of like the season before or like erasing it, how would you have wanted this show to end? Um. Well. I, I, I think one and two, and I think we talked about it. Yeah. If they would have ended it after two, like once he gets to the presidency, like that in and of itself is a great like two season show. Yeah. Like 
you probably shouldn't touch it ever again. Yeah. But if it, if it had to continue on and you had three, four, and five, and this one will be six, I believe. Yeah. Or this one's five. I think it is. I think it's six. I think it's yeah. It's six. It's definitely. It's gotta it's be five, six. It's five or six. But if you, if you had to include those other seasons in it, um, I, I don't know. Like part of me, part of me was such a, and because it was a TV show, like it's whatever. But like part of me would really love to see like him manage to like find a way. He's already president to manipulate his way to, I don't know, be like the leader of the U.S., basically just, like, take over the world. I would have loved <laughs> Frank Underwood just take over the world and just, like, end it, like, end his office desk or whatever, like, tapping his knuckles on the thing with some, like, ridiculous speech that he had, and now he's, like, the, the world leader or something like that, and Claire is dead. But as long as, as long as Claire is dead in some way, shape, or form, I, I would I would really be happy. So, like, that's probably why I'm going to watch, because I'm interested to see if they're going to kill Claire. If they're going to kill Claire, I'm going to be happy. I'm really oh, curious. Yeah. I'm really curious how they're gonna work around Kevin Spacey. Like, I'm like, do they kill him right away? Like, well, it's kind of kind of funny because they 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 already took him off of you know the presidency at the end of spoiler alert. Yeah, he's no longer president at the end of the, the, the last season. Yeah. that's available to watch now. So like, he's kind of already written off in a way. Like, they don't really have to say much. Like, they're if I had to guess, they're probably gonna go. It'll be like six months later, or you know, yeah. some like extended period of time later. And like Frank was eaten alive by wolves or something, or he died. Completely eaten by wolves. Oh my god! Or he died from like kidney cancer. Like they're gonna make some bullshit up, and it's gonna be. It's gonna take five seconds. They're gonna be done with it, and they're not gonna mention him ever again. It's gonna be like, oh great, the main character of the show died off randomly at the beginning of a season. Yeah, off screen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, what Kevin Spacey did was, was totally awful, and I'm not saying, like, man, like, I wish he was there, but, like, it just, it, it's just really shitty for the show that, like, yeah. they had something really good going, and it, it just, whenever we're not really going to get, like, the ending, yeah. we're, we're getting an ending, but we're not getting, like, the ending. Like, I don't I wish that, I wish that they would tell me what they were planning to do and how they wanted to end it, just, like, for yeah. my own, like, all right, this is how the show is going to end, but now we're getting, like, this this kind of I don't want to say rush because I mean they're, they're taking a time to film it but we're getting this like half-ass I would say like ending to it because like they're missing part of the cast yeah and it just doesn't it just doesn't feel right yeah unfortunately uh, I think I think they should have only done three or four seasons like I don't think they should have stretched up six like I think a lot of shows go to like six seven seasons when they should only probably stick around like I I, I always said like a show should end after five years like if the show has been on five years it needs to end. Like, it just... It starts to drag. Like, I I mean, I know... Like, Breaking Bad... I think Breaking Bad ended after five years, right? Like, it only had five seasons. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But Breaking Bad was, was great. You know, was, you know who's a really... You know who's really bad with that? And I talked about it last night with, uh, with the guys when they were here. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I never and got into Walking Dead. It's still going on, and it needs to fucking end. It's gotten to a point where the show started, and the, the biggest issue was was like the, you know the zombies and shit like the, yeah. the undead like they were that's like your main like issue it was a great show because it's about like surviving that they've been on they've been literally doing this show for so long that the zombies are actually an afterthought yeah like the the, the main issue is like how is people gonna survive with like, or like live or like coexist with like other group of people yeah and, and they they just happen to live in a world with zombies yeah, that's, that's the impression I got. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even watch it anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. Like People are like, well, why didn't you ever get into it? I was like, first off, I've, I've seen enough zombie movies. I don't need to watch zombie movie, the TV show. But like, uh, 
but yeah, everybody talked about how it like drops, like it, the quality drops so quickly that I was like, why would I bother getting into this if I know it's going to turn into a shitty ass show? Like, it's like, why bother with that show? But yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I, I really believe that. Like, five years. If if you can't tell a good show, if you can't tell a complete story, a good story, in four to five years. I mean, I know obviously networks and TV and networks. I know TV networks. It's all about the money. Yeah, the ad money and all that shit and stuff like that. And we don't want the show to end. And fans are like, "But we want more." It's like, no, you don't. You don't want more. You want. You want you unlimited. Want you want yeah, to relive what you have, but they can't. Yeah, I think mean, you just want something new. You want to relive your experience, but like, you, uh, people you want people want endless dessert, and it's like eventually all that sugar and all that useless empty calories will eventually make you sick, and that's why you should just stop, like stop at the main course and just call it a day, man. Anyway, uh, okay, what's something you know, a joke, a video, a movie, a meme that makes you laugh every time? Uh, it's a meme. I, I can't. I can't remember the, the actual like meme name of it, but it's it's the one where it has like that series of, of pictures, like the two dudes like yelling at each other. Oh, the uh, is it? Uh, it's uh, West Coast. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're thinking shit. of the right one. Yeah. What is it? What is that called? West Coast Customs or? Yeah. Whatever. Where it's those two dudes like yelling. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why, but like you can you can throw like just about anything in there, and I will I will laugh at it. I I think I think a lot of people are like aggravated with those, but I I love. Them. I, 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 oh, every no, time I see one, I have to stop and read it. Oh, what is it? It's the, uh, God, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to find the, the name of it. It's, uh, uh, what the fuck, uh, motorcycle guy memes? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I would, that's what I would call it. But, like, it's, it's the, the dude with, like, the, the gray mustache, like, pointing Oh, he, okay, it's the American Chopper meme. Ah, there we go. American Chopper. I'm gonna write that down. Actually, <laughs> those are so good, dude. Oh man, those are so they they never. Me and Ben send each other those all the time, and they never get fucking old, dude. Like ever. <laughs> you you could just like insert anything into yeah. it. Man. Like yeah, like yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> oh, like I remember one that was uh, you need job experience to get this. You need experience to get this job, and he's like, well, how do I get experience? Work. He's like, well, how do I get work you need experience and it's just oh it was so good all right uh that's a great one okay who was your first crush you know like could have been someone you knew you know or a celebrity i had had a question i have a star next to my answer this one because i I had a question because it's a it's a very weird question so like i had a i had a question this girl when i was like you know like five or something like that yeah but like are we talking like that crush or are we talking like actual like Okay, I'm like you know like a teenager now, and like I actually really like this girl. I would say my first real crush, like I would I would lean more towards the latter. Like my first real crush, uh, I was I think I was 11 or 12 years old. Ashley Welch, shout out to you. You'll probably never hear this. So That's why I'm saying it. Ashley Welch, first real crush. So I was like 11 or 12. I think I was like sixth or seventh grade. Okay. Um. But, we'll come back to that one. Like, give me, give me a second to think about it because I got to read I will say that my 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 first celeb crush was I was a little child. Pink Power Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson. <sighs> still to this day, still to this day. Uh, if she was like, "Hey, you want to buy me dinner?" I'd be like, "Absolutely, I would. Whatever you want, dear." <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. 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 Well, I got it. Now. So my my first my first real crush 
her name was her name was Melanie. We went to, to elementary school. I haven't seen her in, in God knows how long. Yeah. Um, but she was she was my first crush. Um, I, I think I crushed on her since, since I was like real young because I, I kind of grew up with her and I'd always had a crush on her. We yeah. we went to went to the same school till about I think like fifth or sixth grade, something like that. Yeah. And I we 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 never like did anything but she was she was always that girl that like man like if i go to the dance or i can get a kiss on the cheek it'd be from her like, that can would, i hold your hand uh, oh that's great good times right like simpler times right much simpler times much simpler times uh do you have any celeb crushes do you have like a, a, a uh anybody as a kid like you were like wow um well, my, my celebrity crushes change, like, by the day. Like, if, if I had to give you, like, a top ten list, like, it was, it's never evolving. Like, every day it would be somebody new. I feel so, like I, I really can't. I mean, it, obviously, if, if you know me, you know my lord and savior is, is Jennifer Aniston. Like, yeah. she, she's always going to be at the top of my list. Like, she just keeps better yeah. with age. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for that one. Uh, favorite dessert. I think I know the answer to this one. Favorite dessert. Um, it is it is still cheesecake. Yeah. But making making a surge to the top is actually any kind of fried banana, and if you throw some cinnamon in there, you, you ever go to um, what's the the place? Uh, Texas Day Brazil. You know how they they, they give you that that um, it's, it's essentially what I what I just said. Like it's a fried banana, and they have some cinnamon on it. used to like cleanse your palate. A little I bit. have never been to Texas oh, Day is, Brazil. Oh god, it is so good. Like I, I will just be like, can I just get more of this? Like don't <laughs> give me a steak, just. Give me more fried bananas, and I'll, I'll, I'll eat that instead. Well, you would probably uh, like Bananas so Foster, good. man. Oh, no, I do. I do. I really do. But if you just gave me, like I said, if you just gave me a fried banana and just put a little cinnamon on it, I guess that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm golden. That is, I will, I, I can get down with some Bananas Foster. I've never had, I've never been to Texas State Brazil, uh, regrettably. Uh, and I that dessert you just described sounds amazing. Uh, but yeah. I, is, there, is there something you can't eat there? Or you just, you just never been? Well, it's, it's like... Yeah, I don't actually. I, I don't eat a lot of dessert anymore because, like, obviously, because a lot of it is like. Well, I mean, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a dessert place, but I mean, like, obviously, it's like it's yeah. a. It's a. It's a. You know, it's like meat. So yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, obviously, but there. but like when I went to I went to go get a steak the other day at that really nice restaurant, uh, Three Forks. Shout out to Three Forks. I got some creme brulee, which has some dairy in it and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'll. I mean, I'll. If if like if I was with my family or if I was like with a group of y'all and y'all were like, hey, let's get this dessert, I would have a bite. Like I would just have like a scoop or something, but I don't eat a lot of it because obviously a lot of bad stuff's in that shit. So, uh, but like if you were like, hey, let's go to Texas A Brazil and oh, we got to get that dessert, I'd be like, all right, cool, I have some. But I wouldn't probably eat the entire thing. I'd probably let you have all of it. <laughs> I would. I would gladly accept. Okay. If you could trade places with a famous and or powerful person alive today. Who would it be? And, you know, could be for a day, could be for a week, could be for a month, could be for a year, however long you want to do. What, what would you be, What would your answer be? This was, this was an interesting one because I, I first started to think about, like, sports, like, you know, like famous sports people yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, not, nothing really – I was like, wow, like, I really wouldn't want to switch places with any of them. But I would – I came up with this answer. I would really love to be Leonardo DiCaprio just for a day. Just for a day, just to be like, I want to know how this man lives on a like any regular day. Like, yeah. he's not like like acting on like a movie or anything. Like, what what does Leonardo DiCaprio do for fun? Yeah, like it's a random Tuesday and he has the day off. What does Leo do? <laughs> yeah, like what what's Leo doing right now? I know oh, that he's probably he... like hugging that Oscar. 
<laughs> I know his girlfriend right now, uh, Camilla Marone. I was following her on Instagram for a while, and then I was like, now dating Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, man, that dude just keeps winning. Jesus Christ. He's a, he's a winner. <sighs> Eventually, he's a winner, but uh, he, he always wins. Um, okay. Uh, that's a great answer. I think my, my brother said JT. I think that was another great answer. That'd be really cool, too. Um, if you could drive in a NASCAR race or a monster truck rally, which one would you pick? This was this was the, this is a weird question where I was like I don't I don't really know why you asked this one. It's but just a bizarre question I just threw in there. It's, it's, a, it's a very bizarre question, and, I, and I'm going to give you an answer. It's, it always, I would do the monster truck rally. Oh yeah. But only only because I do not want to drive in a circle for like three hours. That's the only reason. See, but you 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 you're you're simp you're you're uh, minimalizing it, man. Like in NASCAR. No, it's not just the driving in the circle. You're not just driving in a circle. You're driving in a circle at like 200 miles per hour with a whole bunch of other cars trying to beat you in a race, and they the gap between you guys is like less than two feet. Like that just wow, sounds that, awesome. That, that sounds that sounds exhilarating. Do you, do you watch NASCAR? I have watched NASCAR. I, I don't think Na- NASCAR is like golf for me. Watching golf, it's a, it's not really my thing, but I could watch it. But the idea of playing golf or the idea of being in an NASCAR race sounds fucking awesome. Like, that just sounds like so much fun, dude. Eh, I, I would, I'd rather be in the monster truck. Eh, I, dude, that's why, that's why I put it on the questionnaire because I was like, here's two options. I don't know which one I would pick because I could say monster truck rally sounds fucking awesome as well. And I can drive over shit. Yeah. Like, wreck a bunch of crap. You, like, destroy, like, some a 98 Camry and the whole crowd goes fucking nuts. <laughs> Bunch of, bunch of white people going yeah, 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 of course. Uh, okay, last question. What's some good advice you wish you would have had in the past that you, you know, you could have given young Steven or you would give to, like, a young person today? Uh, well, not to, not to duplicate an answer, so I'm going to give you a different one. But I, I would have, my, my, my initial response to that would have been, like, I wish somebody would have told me, like, how much more valuable like as I was growing up it would have been if I could learn a second language yeah and be able to use that today like I I don't know where I would be today if I could speak two languages yeah <laughs> but I'm sure I would be better off than I am now I'm not to say that I'm not like in a good yeah, place yeah 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 absolutely it would be it would be so much more valuable if I could do that um but uh, to, to say something different uh I would have loved when I got into high school um and, I, and I, I love my mother. Let me just say that I love my mother, and I, I, I think she raised me great, and she's she's perfect. I wish I would have had or been close to somebody that I could talk to that would that would have more information on like college, okay, and kind of like tell me what to expect. My mom didn't go to college, okay, um, so she she didn't have anything like that. So I kind of went through most of my high school career like not really thinking about, like, everybody's, like, you go to high school, and then you're thinking about, like, all right, what college are you going to? Like, I didn't, I didn't do that. Like, I didn't really start to think, I'd think about, like, what college I was going to until I was a senior, when it was, like, already, like, almost too late. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, I, everybody kept talking about, like, your GPA and stuff, like, freshman, sophomore year. I'm like, what, I don't even know what the fuck this is for. Like, I, I felt like I was very, uh, like, like, uninformed as to, like, okay. what, what college is, why I need to go to it why I need to like pick certain college why I need like yeah. a certain degree or whatever like I I felt like I was really lacking a lot of that information like 
throughout high school. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like I had somebody to just, like, sit down and just talk to me about that and, like, yeah. really tell me, like, like hey, you, you should really, like, think about, like, you know, like, what you like to do or what you want to do and, and what yeah. you can go to college um, for in order to, to do those things. Yeah, man. I uh, I think, first off, that's a great... I think that's a great answer. It's an answer we haven't I haven't gotten yet um, to that question, um, and that is important. Um, I would I, I I've I've never been asked that question. Uh, what like all those like if someone were to ask me like a fifteen year old sixteen year old were to be like hey John what's this this and this I'd be like oh well I would tell you you know you go to college because obviously economically statistically speaking you it, it's better for your long term career benefits and stuff like that it's you make more money on average statistically speaking but uh yeah man i went to a the school i went to was a big magnet school and stuff like that and it was uh so they were up my ass about that like literally like the first day of junior year they were like you gotta start planning for college now it's like i thought i had like a whole year to just like have fun they're like no you gotta start now you gotta start taking those acts and sats yeah it's it's different because shaw was like that for the most part too yeah but it's different when like shaw is telling you that like you know you don't want to leave college versus like somebody you know like sits down and just like hey this is what i went through this mean like you really need to start thinking about this, this, and this. Yeah. This is what this is for. Like that's that's totally different to a you know fifteen, sixteen year old versus like just from the fucking school that they they go to that like you know yeah my, they don't give a shit about what you say anyway. So. Yeah, my mom my mom did go to college and uh, my stepdad did go to college, so they were you know they were uh, very instrumental in my in that I guess in that development and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a great answer. You know what I would say though. Um, and I've thought about this a lot. Like, what would I tell uh, a kid looking for why do I need to go to this school or that school or what do I need to pick and stuff like that? I've always been like I, – I think we put too much emphasis on like, oh, you need to go to that school. Oh, you need to go to, to, to get that degree or you need to do this and this and this. And I'm like I think what we need to start focusing on uh, what kind of lifestyle do you want to have as an adult? Like I think that's really important. Like I don't think that gets – Everyone thinks that, oh, if you do this, this, and this, it's some kind of formula to happiness. I'm like, what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Do you want to live uh, – are you going to be a workaholic? Do you just want to clock in and clock out? That kind, Those kind of stuff. I think we need to make that a point more often to tell, like, you know, kids, like, hey, start thinking about – obviously start thinking about how you plan to – what you plan to do in college, but also – what are you working towards? Like, what, 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 what kind of lifestyle do you want to have? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, how do you, how do you want to live your everyday life? Yeah, do you want to have money? Do you want to make lots of money? Do you want to, do you want to work weekends? Are you going to be like, are you going to work a forty-hour week, a fifty-hour week, a sixty-hour week? Like, do you want to have time for friends? Do you want to have time to travel? Do you want to like, do you want to work in a cubicle? Do you want to work in a corner office? Do you want to work from home? Like that, that kind of shit. Like. I think that doesn't get stressed anymore. Maybe it does, but I don't feel like it got stressed with me, even with my mom and my stepdad and, you know, a lot of people around me who had went to college were telling me about this. I don't feel like that got stressed enough when I was a kid, like when I was much younger. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that plays in a lot of, um, you know, like I, I, when I, I went to college for about two years, but yeah. like I, I was just kind of there. Yeah. Like, I, well, going to college, but like I didn't, I didn't have like a goal set or anything. Like I yeah. didn't know what I want to do or you know, like any, anything like that. So, like, if I would have had that information, like, or had that person there, or, or you know, just somebody to, to talk to me, like, really make me think, like, yeah, like, what do you, what do you want to do? 
going in, like I probably would have, I probably would have done better. I, I would imagine, like actual, actually going yeah. through college. But I'll tell you, man. Uh, I mean, I don't need to tell you this, but I would just say that, like, even with all that information, even with people being like people you know providing you that information, it's still such a tough. It's still such a tough decision that we put at like the hand we put at the feet of like eighteen year olds who like just learned to drive like two years ago at best. It's like, oh god, y'all don't know shit about shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my, my little cousin actually just just left off the college. He went yeah, up, yeah, he yeah I saw up, that. Yeah, yeah, to A and M, and he. Um, but if, if he has like he has a specific like goal in mind. Like, he yeah. knows exactly what he wants to do, and I think that's that's one of the reasons why I think. Why I know that he's going to be successful in it. He's going to accomplish his goal. He's going to get his degree in that. He's yeah. going to be really successful in the future. But he he knows what he wants to do. Yeah. You know before he actually like goes in, and that's that's the big thing. Like you can't just go to college just to go to college and be in school. Like you, you have to like you, you have to be going there like for a reason. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things that I'm that I'm talking about. And like I just went to I was like well everybody else is going to college. My mom wants me to go to college. I'm just going to go to college. But like. Yeah. When you get there and you don't know what you're doing, it's like uh, you're just kind of there. It's not a good recipe for success. Well, I don't know if it helps in retrospect, but your little cousin is the, and well, at least in my experience, is not the norm. He was he's the exception. Most people go to college, especially those big state schools and stuff like that, like LSU and A and M, and you know some of the larger schools just go because everybody else is going. That's just what's expected yeah. of them. So you were, yeah, that's kind of the norm in my experience. But uh, but thank you, man. This was a great episode. I'm glad we got to do this. We hadn't caught up in a while. Um, I need to start. We need to call each other more, man. We need to make scheduled calls. Like fucking like Morgan will just randomly call my ass on a fucking Tuesday after work, and we'll have a three hour conversation. We need to just start doing that more often and just shooting the well, shit about I, I, stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's ever since we decided to move down here. Like I've, I've been, I've, I've just been really busy. Yeah, I know. So, uh, things are things are starting to calm down now, so. You could probably expect more of that now. Yeah. Um, so, but that's that's all I got. Yeah, I knew I didn't take it personally. Comfortable. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean I, I know obviously, but like that's why like I haven't like made like more of an effort to like just call you in general. Cause I know I used to call you sometimes. Like I have like a call. Oh, like, hey John, let me just call John and like talk to him. Like, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I haven't, I haven't even had time to really like think anymore. Like I just have to you know go to work, come back, do whatever we need to do with the house or man, just. You know, like, <laughs> I don't even have time to relax much anymore. Just wait till you get married and have kids, man. I'm never gonna like. I'm never gonna hear from you. <laughs> I'm just gonna get married and have dogs. Uh, well, you. <laughs> well, I yeah, just uh. <laughs> oh, but you need to have kids, man. I can't wait till little Stevie Steve O Junior's walking around here, man. Oh, don't say that. Don't if, say if somebody, that. If somebody wants to change my opinion on that, she, she's more than more than welcome to, to try. But I, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll leave it at that. And I guess that's a conversation for another day. All right, man. Thanks for doing this. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. This will go up on the fifth. Um, yeah. So I'll talk to you later, man. All right. See you, bud. All right, bud. Talk to you later. Bye.